Good afternoon and welcome to the Friday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll chat with the winner of this year's Agriculture in the Classroom Teacher Driver Award. Also, we'll give you an update on club route here in Manitoba. Up first in today's country comment, we'll be joined by the outgoing general manager of the Provincial Exhibition of Manitoba, Ron Christensen. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon, you're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Provincial Exhibition of Manitoba General Manager Ron Christensen has decided to retire at the end of the month after nearly six years in the position. I chatted with Ron yesterday and talked about his decision. decision I made early in the winter, um, chatting with my wife and my family at Christmas and New Year's, and I just felt I'd... Uh, Kind of got to a place where I was maybe ready to step back and let somebody else move into the management position here at the exhibition. Um, when I hired on in 2014, we were halfway through the restoration of our building um, and we're putting on great events and it was getting the building finished, getting us operational down here was, was a big part of... Uh, what I wanted to try and accomplish as manager, and we've been in the building two years now. We had uh, a strong business plan to go forward and develop more events, more things happening in the building, and it just seemed like maybe that was the ideal time to step back. And um, when you work for an organization like the exhibition that you care deeply about, um, planning to to leave is a bit of a process because there's there's uh, some steps to the way the year rolls for the exhibition of course roll out early in the new year to to go hard towards winter fair in march and then right after jump into summer fair in june and uh, agex of course a huge event in october so there's there's only a couple of windows there where it made sense to uh, exit gracefully if I could and so I just thought you know I'd work with them I told our presidents uh, early in the new year that that I would like to retire and I'd commit to staying through summer fair and and stay you know to the end of June and leave then so of course uh, those plans kind of got derailed about the middle of March when uh, I did. I did. We did let the the board of directors and the rest of the staff know officially uh, early in March that I was going to be done by the end of June, and then uh, within about two days of that, we were into the COVID nineteen situation, which totally derailed everybody's plans in uh, not just in Western Manitoba but right around the globe. So that's uh, been a little different process than what I anticipated when I made the decision back in the early winter. What are the plans for AGEX? When would you know, uh, I guess, a decision either way? With AGEX, I think we've got, you know, we've uh, we got some meetings happening with other um, fall fairs. There's, there's a complete circuit of them. And, of course, each fair, each organization is in its own um, unique environment as far as facilities, um, and where things go. So at, at this point, we feel we are um, cautiously optimistic that we will be able to run our Manitoba AgX cattle show. Um, we made a hard decision 
in the early days of the COVID process that we would need to step back from the um, rodeo and horse show portion of that. That was Provincial Exhibition of Manitoba General Manager Ron Christensen. He'll be retiring at the end of the month. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Canute. The general manager of the Provincial Exhibition of Manitoba has decided to retire after almost six years in the position. Here's Ron Christensen. The decision I made early in the winter, chatting with my wife and my family at Christmas and New Year's, I just felt I'd uh, kind of got to a place where I was maybe ready to step back and let somebody else move into the management position here at the exhibition. Christensen will be retiring at the end of the month. He says at this point, the Provincial X is cautiously optimistic that the Manitoba Egg X cattle show will take place in Brandon later this year. However, they've made the decision to cancel the rodeo and horse show portion of the event. Both the winter and summer fairs have been canceled this year due to COVID-19. The Manitoba Corn Growers Association is providing an update on this year's corn crop. Here's agronomist Morgan Cott. Generally, they're looking pretty good good. I'm fairly happy with the crop. A little stagey, I think, is probably the worst thing that's happening just because of the dry, wet, difficult soil conditions. So I think that that's probably the worst of it. There was cutworm issues in certain areas. I think there was a few producers that would have had to spray for cutworms. Generally, it's a good-looking crop. Cod says some corn growers have been spraying for cutworms. And in the latest crop pest update, Manitoba Agriculture confirms that there are still some insecticide applications going on for cutworms and flea beetles. Also, insecticide applications for grasshoppers have started. Trap counts for diamondback moth adults have increased substantially in the eastern region in the last couple of weeks. For weeds, heat, wind, and excess moisture of stressed plants, this allowing for weeds to increase in size. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Eggwire for Friday, June 19th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll get an update on Club Root in Manitoba. Joining us now is Justine Cornelson with the Canola Council of Canada to give us an update on the Club Root map in Manitoba. The map was just recently updated um, of a uh, new case in an RM that was not currently, I guess, the darkest color, red or orange on the map. Um, for really high spore loads or actual galls or plant symptoms showing. Um, so the sample, uh, there, there were some samples submitted this spring, um, and we just felt that, you know, that information needed to get out, um, especially because this is a new area, uh, and that producers should be aware that it is there, it's present, um, and that you should be actively scouting for it. So the, the new RM, I guess it's orange on the map, on the provincial map, uh, is um, just at Roblin there. So it's the Hillsburg, Roblin, Shell River RM. What are we seeing in other parts of the province? So I'm trying to draw a blank on exactly how many positive cases. I think we're just around that 40, um, 40 fields testing or showing actual plant symptoms. Uh, last year, there was a new RM added in the Interlake. We are finding plant symptoms uh, down in that South Central, so Lorne, Louise, Peminar RMs. Um, and that's just kind of like the perfect little disease triangle there. Perfect conditions for it. Lots of canola being grown uh, on, on tighter rotations. So um, so it is widespread across the province. Uh, Manitoba Agriculture teamed up with the PSI lab um, and did a grid sample a few years back. Um, and so we know roughly that the spores are found all throughout the entire province, but at really low levels. 
Um, we are just starting to find these pockets now that we, we're starting to know more about this pathogen and how it spreads and how it moves. So we are starting to find more actual plant symptoms now. Um, and any time um, that you've got canola growing in there and that, that they're taking in those spores, the galls start forming, and then they release you know, thousands, of, if not millions, of spores back into the soil. Um, and with this being a soil-borne disease, right, it, it has the capability to move in the water, to move in the dust, to move on equipment. Um, and we, we are seeing uh, cases um, kind of from all of those different scenarios. Um, that's how this is actually being spread. And uh, what advice would you have for uh, farmers how to check for this and, and prevent it? You know what, um, right now, the Manitoba canola growers, um, they've got free sampling out for all members. Uh, so definitely take advantage of that. Take a soil sample. These soil samples can be taken any time throughout the season. Um, but if, you know, if you're out scouting in the field and you're seeing a patch, you know, at flowering that doesn't look quite right, they might look dry down already. Um, or one of those lower spots in the field where you've got a water run that comes through. Um, those are all great areas to go and take a soil sample, submit that, and then you know what you're working with on your farm. Um, but just being proactive about it, going and actually pulling up plants throughout the field and having a look at that root system is really the easiest way that you can look for this disease. Um, there's obviously lots of biosecurity uh, measures and, and cleaning procedures that are involved, um, which take up a lot of time and are quite tedious, but you know, any, any step or any of these measures really make a big difference in the end. So um, there's also uh, with producers, you can also grow club root resistant uh, varieties as well. So if that's something that um, you're in one of those areas where you're seeing lots of fields, definitely should be growing, uh, but start to experiment with them. Even if you don't have club root, the genetics are great. Um, they're, they're, you know, top yielding as well. And it's something that I can see the industry kind of moving towards where we all are, are growing something that's club root resistant. That was Justine Cornelson, agronomy specialist with the Canola Council of Canada. She was giving us an update on club root in Manitoba. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at golanwestradio.com. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. I'm Corey Canute. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. Verified Beef Production Plus webinars take place every Tuesday night starting at 7 o'clock. To register, you can email verifiedbeefmanitoba at gmail.com. The official Manitoba Hunter Safety Course is now available online. Visit huntercourse.com to register. Keystone Ag Producers is hosting a webinar on best practices for hiring farm labor during a pandemic and beyond. That will take place June 23rd starting at noon. You can register on the CAP website and on June 26th, CAP will be holding a webinar recognizing and responding to people at risk for suicide. That'll take place starting at noon. Again, register on the CAP website. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Friday afternoon, a Portage area teacher is the recipient of the 2020 Teacher Driver Award from Agriculture in the Classroom, Manitoba. The award was presented to Stuart Akerley, a fifth grade teacher at La Verandre School. Akerley chatted with Golden West reporter Mike Bloom. The award is called the Teacher Driver Award, and it's uh, uh, awarded to uh, one Manitoba teacher uh, a year. And um, the the general guideline is they consider uh, this teacher to be a, a strong proponent of teaching agriculture in the classroom. And, uh, and so I'm a part of this organization. Just to give you a little background, I guess. Companies called Agriculture in the Classroom, and they have a little pro- program called Little Green Thumbs under that big umbrella. And, uh, and Little Green Thumbs provides teachers with, uh, with gardens in their school. 
they're in their classroom. So I have um, basically planter boxes and a growing light, and I grow tomatoes, cucumbers, lettuce, um, beans, uh, things like that in the classroom every year. So uh, I also do some other things like take the kids out to the agriculture fair in Brandon. Um, we have a little uh, um, uh, trailer that, that sort of travels um, uh, Canada anyway, and, and inside this trailer is agriculture activities for kids, so I invite them to come in and, and do things with the kids as well. Um, had uh, the Maiden Breakfast, uh, Maiden made, made Manitoba Breakfast Program come and serve breakfast to the kids, um, and uh, and just you know try to promote healthy eating and, and living within the classroom. And so, because of all those things, they decided that I should I should win this year. Well, what's it like receiving this recognition? Uh, well, I'm very proud of it. Uh, it's um, something that I've been working at for six years now. I started in 2014, and uh, uh, you know, I, I did it, and I only do it because because of the uh, the change of the mindsets of the kids. Um, so a couple of things happen. They come into the classroom, and and, uh, and I give them the responsibility of taking care of this garden. So they they kind of mature in a way that that uh, that having responsibility for a living thing can can do to you, um, and, and only that responsibility can do to you. So they they plant the seeds, they water them, they um, um, you know, take care of them as they're growing, and uh, and then they get to harvest them. Um, but the other thing is that that they get to eat this this food, and uh, and try new things. So some of them haven't tried tomatoes before or beans or and it's, it sounds weird to, to to me anyway. I'll just put me like, how could you have never had a green bean before or never tried tomato or or something like that? And uh, and so I get to introduce them to these foods, and uh, and well, here's a little little quip for you that you might want to include. So one day, a couple years ago, I had a, a student come back. We had, we had just had a salad party. We had picked, harvested some lettuce and tomatoes and cucumbers and had a little salad party in the classroom. And a week later, this one of my students, a girl, comes up to me and says, um, uh, Mr. A, Mr. A, we went to Chicken Chef last night, and I ordered a salad because it was so good last week instead of chicken and fries. And uh, and so it's just, you know, you can see that the, the change in their mindsets that that having a garden and eating fresh uh, vegetables can uh, can do to, to somebody. That was Portage Area teacher Stuart Akerley, the recipient of the 2020 Teacher Driver Award from Agriculture in the Classroom, Manitoba. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. Protein Industries Canada has announced its sixth investment into a collaborative R&D project to help advance Canada's plant protein ecosystem. The project will see $19.2 million invested between Protein Industries Canada, Roquette, and Glenborough-based Prairie Fava. Together, the consortium will work to address nutrition and processing challenges for pea and fava beans on the prairies, while also exploring the utility of blended pea fava protein products. With the inclusion of this project, Protein Industries Canada has invested $79 million into projects across Western Canada. The Canola Council of Canada is providing an update on the Manitoba canola crop. Here's agronomy specialist Justine Cornelson. Starting 
to look a lot better. Uh, I think a lot of the crop across the province has moved out of that real severe flea beetle feeding. There was reports, uh, as always, kind of scattered throughout the province of some pretty aggressive feeding. Um, of course, we had some frost events, some hail events, and excess moisture, which, you know, put stress on the crop. We also had really dry conditions up in the north and windy conditions where we had canola shearing off. I think we're hopefully past that. And, and now that we've got some moisture throughout, um, we're getting the crops kind of advancing past that four-leaf stage, so past that real critical window for, for flea beetle feeding. Cornelson estimates that up to 5% of Manitoba canola acres may have been reseeded this spring. And the Provincial Exhibition of Manitoba has outlined its plans for Manitoba Egg X, scheduled to take place in October in Brandon. Here's outgoing General Manager Ron Christensen. At this point, we feel we are cautiously optimistic that we will be able to run our Manitoba Egg X cattle show. We made a hard decision in the early days of the COVID process that we would need to step back from the rodeo and horse show portion of that. Both the winter and summer fairs have been cancelled this year due to COVID-19. The Provincial X is searching for a new general manager, as Christensen has announced that he will be retiring at the end of the month. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwestradio.com. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can join us back here on Monday starting at 12 noon.